Yo, what's up, everybody? It's Justin live from B2B Vault, the biz to biz podcast sponsored by Nationwide Payment Systems, hosted by this guy, the Pat Riley of payment processing himself, Alan Kopelman. And we'll be providing you educational information about fintech, small business, payment processing and the technology businesses are using in the world today. And in today's podcast, we'll be discussing one of Alan's most favorite uh, topics in the world. And fraud is that it's that if you didn't know fraud ding 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 um, and typically fraud during the holiday season um, yeah it's a lot of that going on not even just because of holiday season but you're gonna see a lot more of it now how you doing man I'm doing good a little you know my mom's having a operation today so oh. getting her pacemaker replaced right now. So hopefully that goes well. Yeah, hope that hope everything goes well. Yeah, that's, my brother's here, so he got to take her to the hospital instead of me this time. There you go. So good for him. How are you doing? Been better, man. I'm dealing with some tooth stuff. I don't know, whatever. My shoulder is killing me. Um, yeah. Hopefully, uh, Hopefully everything works out so I can see this doctor on Monday. Not really sure if that's in the pipeline for my finances, but whatever. We'll see. That's some, you know, whatever. Uh, other than that, life is uh, lifing. Um, kids are all right. Um, my daughter's doing one of my my seventeen-year-old uh, man. She's really doing really good in school, so I'm really proud of her. That's awesome. Yeah. Other than that, man, yeah, I got a, uh, you know, no one's, I, I can't complain, you know, no one listens to it anyway, so it doesn't matter. All right, I'll shout out to Aaron Gerhard, my daughter's uh, fiance. It's his birthday today, although this won't air till after his birthday. He's getting a shout out on the podcast. Happy birthday, <laughs> dude. Happy birthday to Aaron. So fraud, just, <laughs> I hate fraud. I hate to see when merchants get hit with fraud. Uh, yeah. I hate getting the telephone calls about fraud. Some of it is just, you know, there's people out there that they just want to get one over on your business. And, you know, this morning I was listening to this, to a uh, video from a show and they were in, they actually put this guy from Visa on the hot seat. And when they came up about the EMV lib, you know, the EMV liability shift was discussed. It's like, oh, EMV, that's protecting merchants. I, I literally, I want to do a, uh, I want to do a reaction video to that. What's the EMV? Whatever. Well, they switched from swiping with the mag strike because right. it was so much fraud to the chip, and then. When they put the chip in and people would put the chip in the machine, literally chargebacks came to a streaking, a sh like a screeching halt, you know, in retail and restaurants and nightclubs and everything. The card issuers were just not um, going down the chargeback rabbit hole. Really? But all of a sudden, like the last year or so, they're going, you know, you see these people run up, a, you know, have a bill in a restaurant, have a bill in a retail location the chip is used and they act like they were never there oh i wasn't there oh i didn't agree to that i got double charged 
you know, and it's frequent like nightclubs because of EMV stop running tabs, right? So, you know, like running tabs and clubs and yeah. stuff, they stop doing that. So they just make people pay as you go. So, of course, if you're in a nightclub and you're partying all night, you're going to have two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight credit card charges if you're partying hard. <laughs> Right. I saw one this morning. I was like, are you kidding me? The guy had like 10 charges in the bar. And he's trying to charge them back. Trying, yeah. One of them's listed for charge back, but they want documentation on all 10 charges and it's over a two day period. So he went there twice. Sounds like he had a great time. Yeah. I mean, he must have had a good time the first time to go back a second time. Right. Definitely. But fraud comes in all kinds of cases. Like, well, that's not. It, I mean, that's a that's me, friendly that's, fraud. That's just like some guy trying to recoup some cash because he had too much of a good time on the weekend. But what we're talking about is like, yeah. So I'll give you some fraud examples. So here's one fraud example: somebody call. A lot of it takes place over the phone or on the internet, but you do get them in person. So let's talk about an in-person fraud. In-person fraud: someone walks into your business. You take their chip, you put it in the machine, and it's not working. Immediately, you should not be uh, – you should just ask the person for another credit card. Okay. Don't swipe it because if the person tells you, oh, swipe it real fast like three times, you know, then it will go through. You're going to end up with a chargeback because most likely that's a fake credit card. And because of the EMV liability shift – that's it. You're done. There's no fighting it. And the person walks out the store with your merchandise and you lose your money. Okay. So that happens a lot during the holidays because stores have extra help that usually doesn't work there, you know, and then people get tricked or the other trick is, Oh, my cards declined. No, there's money on my card. Immediately they go to their phone. They look like they're logging into their bank. They're probably just pulling up a picture and they show you the balance in their account. Then they make a phone call and they say, oh, I'm calling my credit card. And they hand you the phone and they say, oh, they're going to give you an authorization number. No, don't take that authorization number. Oh, wow, I've never seen that before. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. And it happens a lot. We, I've seen that happen. Uh, we'll see it happen before the end of the year. That'll happen at least once. Really? Yeah, because an inexperienced person will fall for that. The phone fraud is ones I don't like. And and some of that is, you know, I put on the business owner for not thinking. So Yeah, I man, I wouldn't – people who take – the payments over the phone thing is just insane to me. Like I would – the fact that they're like – eagerly ready to pay you over the phone is a little bit well they're usually the one initiating that's the whole what i'm thing. saying like as a business owner it's like so i got approached the other day uh i get a text message and it's like hey you still building websites and i've been down this road before you know it's like a random phone number but you know i never know i need right. the money right now so it's like i said yeah who is this and it's like he says it's Lieutenant Craig. And, you know, I may know a Lieutenant Craig. My, at least it wasn't Lieutenant Dan. That's the first thing I thought of, right? <laughs> so uh, I, uh, you know, I play along. It, you know, it's just suspect, you know. Right. It's, it's worded really well. 
It's not, it's not like well, they're someone from the, you know, from a different country who, you know, who's struggling to type this in English or like the, 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 uh, translation app, you know, right. the, the you can tell, I can tell. Wrong. And, uh, so I, there was a few like real, just simple grammar mistakes. And I'm like, okay, this sounds like a, a real person. Maybe, you know, and then he's like, well, let, what's your email? I'll send you to, you know, uh, a uh you know it's a, a, you will send me a quote for the project you know whatever and he lists out the you know the work that he wants to to be done and i've literally been down this road before so i'm like all right let me text him and say hey you got time for a call i haven't heard from him oh yeah fake so yeah it's obviously uh not a real person um you know, I say, hey, you got time for a call? I have a few questions about the project. You know, I want to quote it out properly. You know, I'm setting him up like he's setting me up. You right. Know? And what ends up happening is they're going to you're going to send this proposal and then they're going to ask if you could get paid by credit card. Right. And then you're going to say yes. And you're going to not like what's going to happen after that. Yeah. They usually get you to do the work first. And then I've never had to do the work. Oh, okay. But, but you'll get a charge back. I mean, that's exactly what's going to happen. I knew what was going to happen. Like, right. I'm not an idiot. I don't know. It's like, I see the scam. I could see this. I see this. You this. see it developing. Yeah. It's like, bro, like, you're not about to, you know, my, you know, one of my OGs always used to say, you can't scam a scammer. You can't hustle a hustler. You can't con a con man. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like. You can't. I'm not saying I'm any of those things, but well, after you've been hustled and conned, before then you know not to get hustled. Yeah, and or if you're the one hustling and conning, you know. No, so one of the things that that happens frequently is so we just had this happen to a customer recently. They got a phone call. Someone wanted to order two commercial stoves. They took the order over the phone. Why they key entered it? beyond me the customer had to show up for the fact that the stove a stove how much was the stove again oh these this charge like was a thirty thousand dollar thing this all together was about 40 grand yeah exactly that they got they all together <clears throat> so they ordered the two stoves someone shows up to pick it up i said to the customer i go after it all happened and then we saw all the chargebacks come through because the guy hit them one two three four five times because got away with it once. I'm like, they didn't. The classic thing is the person placed the order over the phone. The AVS didn't work. The CVV2 was positive. The, the zip didn't work. So that would have been a red flag. They didn't check the address of the business. They didn't check to see. They didn't ask to see. That's for, just that's just ridiculous. They didn't check the address. There was not one of them. It was at a field where there was a food truck thing. <laughs> Another me. one was in an empty warehouse. One was down the street from here in an empty building. I actually drove by it and took a picture. At some point, there was a restaurant there several years ago. Um, another one was an empty warehouse. They didn't check anything. And I was like, the person came to your place. Why wouldn't you ask them for a credit card and ID? No, they didn't think about it. They came and picked the equipment up yeah, in a truck. And then they went to their cameras. I remember this now. They went to the cameras and they're mad at me. They went to the cameras and there was a temporary license plate on the U-Haul truck. 
And you know how U-Haul trucks have numbers on them? You know, they have, like, numbers? They were covered up. Well, they ain't never getting that merch back. No, it's gone, dude. It's gone. I mean. I how mean, are they mad at you? Oh, they got mad at me because they're like, oh, you didn't tell us. And I said, oh, yeah, we had a big meet. We've had several meetings over the years because this happened once a really long time ago. Granted, there's new employees there. And I said to them, I go, you know, you guys are keying in. Why are you keying in all these transactions that people have to come there and pick the stuff up? And then I got another call yet the other day from somebody who's no longer a client of ours because they didn't like what I had to say to them about key entering transactions. They got ripped off several months ago for about 30 grand. <laughs> they key entered wah, stuff. Wah, wah. And they delivered it on their truck to a oh my God, to an dude. empty field. Right? What they just leave it there? Yes, somebody was probably met him there. Somebody met him there for construction material. Oh. And now I heard from somebody that they got more chargebacks. And I told them, why are you guys doing this? It's not like these people are 100 miles away. They're within driving distance. You, you know, 10, 20, 30 minutes. Make them drive over with the credit card and put the credit card in the machine. Like, you're, you're, you're kidding me. Like, you can't be key entering because once you key enter I mean, one time, a, a, no, let a me ten thousand dollar prop. Like, why the hell would you even do that? That's yeah. so risky, right? And one time, a long time ago, they got beat for like forty, fifty grand doing the same thing, and and they stopped. And there was a woman that worked there, and she would just get on the phone with the people. Yeah, you can get your order, no problem. We don't, you know, you need to come in here with the credit card and pay for it, and then we'll deliver it. Yeah. With your ID. Yeah. And a business license. Right. I mean, you know, you got to look these people up. If they're in the construction business, look them up. Get their driver's license. I mean, get times their credit is card. hard, too, man. So, like. Well, all that stuff's getting resold somewhere. That's what I'm saying, dude. For like, half of whatever you it was worth so or or a third or whatever it was worth but the thing is is that people just don't I mean, understand once ain't you that get stupid no more bro once you get hit <laughs> once with that that's just going for market value dude <laughs> probably but once you get hit on one of these boom that person goes and tells five more people exactly and then those people try to get you okay yep and they will get you because they know how to fool you because they're professional scammers I mean, we had a furniture store a long time ago. Wasn't my client? Was a friend of mine's client? Some somebody went into their store, bought a whole bunch of furniture, used like three different credit cards, had it delivered to this fork. We found out it was a. I helped them do the investigation. We found out the address was foreclosed, mm -hmm. and the neighbors told my friend when he went to the house next door. They said, "Oh yeah, the trucks came." put all the furniture in there. My friend said, you think it was odd? He goes, no, that house is foreclosed. It was for sale. Maybe somebody was staging the house, right, to sell it. <laughs> and then the next day, moving trucks tr showed up, like 10 U-Haul trucks, and took all the stuff away. As they're moving trucks beeping in the background. That was Right, the, ne the next day. That wasn't on purpose. But, but Like I had a guy call me once from a furniture store we had a long time ago, years ago, and he goes, oh, this guy's in here trying to pay. He's got three different credit cards with three different names on it. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Don't take that. You're, you're, you're the guy. It's gonna. 
be a chargeback. Oh, don't tell me how to run my business. You're making me lose money. I said, I'm not making you lose money. I said, you're about to lose your money and, and your, your products. products. And the guys outside and the guys that truck with them, I go, come on, man. You know, <laughs> three He's different. smart, man. You know, and this kind of stuff happens. And then businesses, you know, now economy is bad, right? You want to make sales, right? I remember 2008, 2009, we had a bad economy. I had this customer. Um, they were getting hit with chargebacks left and right of people going to their website and ordering like 50 pairs of shoes. And I was telling them to stop doing it. And then they had a guy and he ordered like three pairs of shoes and the transaction went through. And then he ordered like four pairs of shoes and the transaction. Now he called, now he runs, he goes on their website and he orders like 200 pairs of shoes. And it's going, We he, I said, what's the address? I look it up. It's a UPS store. I go, that's going to be a chargeback. Don't tell me how to run my business. The owner told me He goes, you're being a set, do, preventing me from making profit. And I'm like, do whatever you want. I said, do whatever you want. They did. They charge. They let the card go through. They packed up the shoes. They shipped them out the same day. Boom. Two days later, charge back. Boom. All the money's gone. Then the guy's like, oh, I don't want to hear. I told you so. <laughs> that's what he says. To I me. mean, and I was like, what? I said, I'm trying to tell you, like, that's a known scam. These scammers, they will like I this other guy. They got scammed for like five grand. Somebody placed an order for 300 bucks on their website. They usually require a sales tax and a business license and the person to register. But the person made up a bunch of, you know, story on the phone that they were busy. So he shipped it out. Didn't check the address. Then the guy called back two weeks later, placed a bigger order for like three, four grand. Then it came back. Both of them came. The first one did not charge back to, right away the second one charged back like the next day then i go look up the address it was to a freight forwarder <laughs> like freight forwarder that's a, the biggest scam ever i we had somebody we had a client they left us the fact that these large companies are doing that is just mind-blowing well they have new salespeople. i it doesn't matter to me like you know they have these huge budgets like i you know when i hear stories of like you know like uh somebody who's selling shirts or somebody like small you know doing something and they get hit and they're just literally just you know barely making it trying to you know this is how they're sustaining their life whatever and then they get hit with the fraud that hurts you know what i mean but like these huge companies have zero excuse man and Honestly, to the small time, you know, the small shops that are out there, there's really no excuse either. Like you guys got to do your due diligence as well. Like, I mean, because people are going to times are going to get harder and harder and harder. And the next couple of years, man, you're going to have to really be on top with your website, your security, updating it, making sure that you're on top of these things, man, because. With the artificial intelligence, the, the criminals are going to get smarter and smarter and, and all smarter. the and all the breaches that have happened too, like in Vegas, all that data got <laughs> breached. Everybody, you're still talking large scale, and I'm talking to no, these, but I'm talking about those credit card numbers are on the dark web, and those still, scammers get them. Yeah, that's still large scale. I'm talking about you know the, the more small time people. We had a man. small merchant. The guy was selling. He was a reseller of ink cartridges, right? Yeah. And a few times he would get 
you know, he would call me on the phone. Oh, I got this big order. What's the address? Does it look legit? He goes, one of them was going to a business. I say, call the business up and ask them if they ordered it. He called them. They ordered it. Ships it out. He gets he gets another order. You know, and the guys, it's like a side hustle for him to mm-hmm. sell these ink cartridges. So he calls me up another time. It's going to a UPS store. It's probably a scam. So he he voids the transaction in the gateway. Sure enough, the next day he gets a phone call from the actual cardholder. Really? Yeah. That he char- he's like, no, I voided the transaction. We saw it was going to a thing but we've had it you know see small that's smart businesses. that's him that's him doing you know staying on top of his business making sure that his business is running you know he's taking his, his i think people as humans we get comfortable when we you know it's like a set it and forget it type of thing like you know if you paid somebody to set up your e-commerce shop and it's flowing well and you know and you decide oh i don't want to pay them anymore to to manage it it's a bad idea Right. You know what I mean? Like it's a, you know, maybe, maybe you want to fall back on, you know, how much you're paying them every month, but you know, like you should still be making sure that someone's maintaining your online presence at all times, keeping that stuff up to date, you know, finding new ways to keep the, you know, customers happy and stuff like that, you know, but the, the fraud online is going to go crazy. Yeah, it's been it's been pretty bad. I mean, I've been hearing about Shopify stores getting hit with a ton of fraud and then Shopify cutting people off from like international transactions, Stripe cutting people off because they put Stripe on their website, which enables international transactions. And then they stop the international transactions, especially for physical goods. I mean, that's a logistic nightmare. Yeah. And. Yeah, well, people don't understand that. They think, oh, some guy just ordered this from Germany. I'm just going to send it to him. But there's no, you have no protection from a chargeback standpoint. The person can just say, I never got it. And that's the end of that, whether he got it or not. Right. You're in another country. And Visa and MasterCard can say there's a worldwide economy on TV, on their commercials, all they want. But that's not true when it comes to chargeback. It's all regionalized. But the, you know, like we have another, we had another client at e-commerce business and, you know, one day I call him up, I go, dude, there's a lot of large orders like coming through your e-commerce <laughs> store. You know, you just literally just put the store online. Right. Right. So this person had bought a business. He was an influencer in the cigar industry and bought a website and then started promoting it. Well, there was somebody, somebody had gone on there and ordered like five five um humidors somebody else ordered like two humidors and i was like you got to check these orders man you gotta you gotta call these people on the phone and and make sure they're legit and sure enough they were fake before the stuff even got shipped out you know there was already chargebacks coming in so now they change you know they trained an employee and they look at the charges and they look i remember this guy yeah they look at the avs i i I wrote a whole article on this. We gave the AVS codes out. You know, what do they mean? This code, that code. Sorry. It's important to review all of that. You know, what are the codes? What do they mean? You know, because if the address, they just check. They don't need the whole address. They need the street address. So if your address is 2999 Northwest 1st Street, 
They don't need all that. They just need the house number, the zip code, and the security digits. If you get match, 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 you're good to go. But somebody, let's say they're calling you on the phone, but then they're coming in, just say, oh, can I please see the credit card and your identification? Yeah. Now, if they don't have the credit card, uh, forget it. Void the transaction and send them packing because you're about to just take a loss. It's always a, you know, like... I can remember times like when I was, you know, my dad was helping me out or something and, you know, like I'd have to, you know, they would say, yeah, you need to bring the credit card and the ID, you know, it would be such a pain in the neck, you know, for my father because that guy would, you know, he would stand on it. Like it was for, it was the mechanic. Like he would always, he wouldn't let, you know, he wasn't going falling for the okie doke. He was going to make you, he's like, dude, you got to, no, you can't use, I would come in there with my dad's card or something. He's like, show me your ID. And it'd be my name. He's like, I'm not doing that, dude. Like, I've been robbed before. I've been scammed. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, you're going to need your dad to come in here and pay for this if that's how it's going to work. But that's not that's not how it's going to go. Yeah, and, the, and the, that industry gets hit a lot, too. E-commerce fraud. But there's a lot of fraud with, like, weird stuff like restaurants, taking an order over the phone. Instead of the person using the website, and then they give you the credit card number over the phone. We saw, we heard about, we get, had a client that got <laughs> ripped off like that. Um, anytime someone's paying you over the phone and they got to show up, take the order. Say, yeah, when you get here, we'll run the card. The restaurant is the only place that I've ever felt somewhat comfortable with, like, you know, saying my credit card number over the phone. Right. But, I never liked doing that. We had a pizza guy. He got ripped off for like 20 grand from from that, from taking orders over the phone. And what happened was, is one kid was... He was in on a scam? He, he told everybody, oh, yeah, you could get your parents' credit card and blah, blah, blah. And then they were having pizzas delivered. Or another hot thing is you're going to get ripped off if you're delivering. Uh, take a food order over the phone and then deliver to like a hotel or Airbnb locations and stuff like that. Like um, we had a restaurant on Miami beach. They lost thousands of dollars because somebody was uh, ripping them off at a hotel. Somebody was like, how they had fake credit card numbers. That but I don't they understand stole. how they would, what they were, what were they doing with the food? ordering food, and eating it, selling it. They were eating it. For th- how how long did that go? Oh, on? it was going on for months, and then all the chargebacks <sighs> came in. They had stole somebody's credit card. I mean, that's just petty. Jeez, stole they stole a bunch of credit cards. They they tri- they caught the person. So the guy. <laughs> so it was that's just slime ball. They stuff caught right they there, caught the dude. person. And the I'm guy, sorry, that's slimy. The Ugh. guy worked at a bar, and what he would do is he had a. He would take pictures of the front and back of the credit cards, mm-hmm. of people's credit cards. I've seen this. And would, yeah, there was just online. He would take pictures of it, front and back, and then he would order, and then he was ordering food. And they it was were, the same guy. They were doing it on at McDonald's. Yeah. They, it was they, just on the news. They caught people doing it at bars. That's why I like a lot of bars and restaurants. They tell the employees, no phones. They have lockers set up. I mean, I know other places where... You have like we have phone. We have a client as a huge phone room. Okay, so like at their phone room, all the employees, no one can take phones in there. There's no pens and there's no paper. Everybody has whiteboards 
and that's it. And they don't let anybody do anything. They handle credit cards, social security numbers, federal tax ID numbers, and they they, they have it all on lockdown, 100% secure. That's good. And we've had the banks gone to their location before and seen like the location because it's a lot of trans. It's a lot of transaction, thousands and thousands a month. Well, man, that's the pod for making sure you're on top of fraud during the po- holiday season. I don't know. A quick recap. In-person fraud, watch your e-commerce store for large orders, check addresses that don't look right, make sure your AVS, you know, review your AVS. If you're not sure about the settings, call the gateway company up, call whoever you work with up, call us up and ask us questions about it. But you got to check your settings and also check your velocity settings. Make sure you got velocity settings. There's a lot of roboting. The whole list of stuff on nationwidepaymentsystems.com for you to, to, to indulge in as far as what he's talking about, the velocity. But yeah, man, update your website. Make sure you log in. Make sure everything's up to date. Your notifications are turned on. Update your security if you don't have a SSL certificate, PCI compliance. If you don't have that, you're tripping. Yeah, Yeah, man. Like this uh, episode for us. Subscribe to the channel. Peace out. Peace out. Carpe diem.